is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of media. I'm Kateri Zuni. Tonight, we're talking with the New Mexico Dream Team about some of their recent organizing and how you can get involved with the Live Unafraid campaign. Stay with us to hear from Fernanda Banda, Denise Martinez, and Jose Luis Tinoco of the New Mexico Dream Team. Now, our first song of the night is Run the Road by Santi Gold. The New Mexico Dream Team is a statewide network committed to creating power for multi-generational, undocumented, and mixed-status families towards liberation. And they're a local branch of the national organization, United We Dream. The Dream Team builds people power to uplift immigrant communities and people of color. Recently, some Dream Team members attended the 2018 United We Dream Congress, where organizers and advocates gathered in Miami. And they've launched the Live Unafraid campaign to encourage voting and spread awareness of immigrant rights and issues to voters. Now, media justice intern Edgar Cruz speaks with Fernanda Banda, Denise Martinez, and Jose Luis Dinoco from the New Mexico Dream Team. This is Edgar Cruz with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Denise Martinez, Fernanda Banda, and Jose Luis Tinoco. Welcome to Generation Justice. Gracias. Thank you. Uh, will you introduce yourselves, please, Fernanda? We can start with you. Yeah. Um, my name is Fernanda Banda, and I'm currently a student at CNM. I am studying where's, where's I'm like going in between philosophy or political science. Uh, I do work with the New Mexico Dream Team for this Live Unafraid campaign, which is what we're here to share. And I'm stoked to be here. Thank you so much. Um, my name is Denise Martinez, and I'm a double major here at UNM. I'm a double major in criminology and Chicano studies, and um, I'm also a part of the New Mexico Dream Team, and we're working on the Live Unafraid campaign. So my name is Jose Luis Tinoco. I just graduated from UNM last May with a Bachelor in Business, Marketing and Operations, and I'm working with the New Mexico Dream Team on the Economic Development Project. Great. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Um, will you please tell us about the Live and Afraid campaign? So the Live and Afraid campaign is it's one of the few campaigns that New Mexico Dream Team does. Um, and it's pretty much ensuring that New Mexico invests its money into education and not incarceration or deportation. I don't know if you knew this, but New Mexico is currently last in education at first and first in incarceration and deportation centers due to these like two privately funded um, prisons. And that's what we're currently working on to allocate those fundings in the proper direction. So um, this campaign is a civic engagement campaign. So we do a lot of phone making and a lot of canvassing. And we actually go out and talk to people about um, these issues that we have. And we're actually targeting uh, registered voters. So that's mainly what we've been focusing on. Um, we know that we don't have a lot of money to 
uh, share our opinions out there, but if we can control, uh, not control, but influence our voters um, to kind of see our issues with education and those privately funded detention centers, um, then that's what we're trying to do with this campaign. Can you tell us about uh, the work of the New Mexico Dream Team and United We Dream? United We Dream is a national organization. That's what uh, we're under. Um, they're the largest immigrant youth organization in the country. And uh, New Mexico Dream, uh, the New Mexico Dream Team is one of their largest branches. Um, we have several branches across the state, and we're also the largest immigrant youth organization here in the state. Um, and we uh, fight for rights for immigrants, uh, people of color, and the LGBTQ community. Thank you. Right, so I guess adding to that, we just came back from the United We Dream Congress in Miami, and New Mexico was a branch that took the most people there. And we were out there for three days. The bus ride wasn't that fun because you couldn't sleep. <laughs> but besides that, it was a pretty cool experience to see all uh, the people that have similar stories like yours and they have goals similar to yours. Or even if they have goals that are completely different to yours, it was, that was amazing to see. Oh, like, that's a pretty amazing goal to have. Yeah, thank you. Can you tell us more about the United We Dream Congress 2018? Right. So like I say, it was in Miami. It was three days, and we took three buses from people from Hill Albuquerque, Santa Fe, and Las Cruces. And you said New Mexico had the most people? Yeah, in the Congress. Wow. wow. Amazing. We were the cool kids for once. Yeah. It was all the branches, like New Mexico Dream Team is one of the branches, all the branches for all the states. It was my first, I just got involved with the New Mexico Dream Team and United Would Dream last summer, so it was pretty empowering and amazing to see all the people come together for like a shared goal to have our values as people respected and appreciated. And again, for minorities, LGBTQ, immigrants, women, it was pretty amazing to see all those people come together fighting under one same uh, room for the same goal. And can you tell us more about the planning and the vision and what were the goals of the Congress? Of the Congress? Yeah. Well, I guess the planning, to be honest, I'm not too familiar with that. That was more the national thing. And I don't know, I can, the people that I know that were involved, they, they look pretty stressed out. So it was hard, that's all I know. But yeah. besides that, the goals is just to keep moving forward, keep fighting. Because, yeah, we have accomplished some things, but the fight is not over yet. And just to keep moving forward to know that we're not alone as minorities, as immigrants or as LGBTQ people or people of color or women, that you're not alone. You have people that are there with you. You have people that are going through the same thing as you and that they want to help you fight with you. Thank you. Tell us more about the Live Unafraid campaign and some of the challenges you've had and maybe responses from lawmakers in New Mexico so far. I don't know about um, responses. Okay. I don't know if p lawmakers or any other like affiliates have been responsive. But as for like our work, our engagement, the phone banking, I would say is going smoothly. We do try our best and hit maybe a number of 800 to 1,000 calls each day. And as for pledges, because pledges is the ones that count. The pledges is people practically signing that they do like they are they are in accordance to what we believe um i mean they're they're averaging out from like maybe to 40 to 50 a day which is pretty wow. good a sign yeah being that our target is um older folks that i guess uh what, what would be the word like more conservative <laughs> without keeping it political <laughs> mm -hmm. um i think 
as for like our vision, uh, it's being executed as well as my like us and my team and our team can do. And what is the message that the New Mexico Dream Team would like New Mexico voters to hear? I guess talking from the New Mexico Dream Team, we just want people to go out there to vote uh, is basically what the whole message is. Um, because we're not calling registered voters to tell them how to vote. We're just informing them of um, the problems that we see here in our state that we want to fix and hope that they vote in whichever way they would like and uh, just support us with our campaign, which is uh, to fund our education more rather than the private detention centers. Yeah, this isn't about voting. Like, this is a separate campaign, separate issue, and... um, the voting, I feel like, is a side. We ask if they're registered voters because it matters, of course, to uh, the pledge that we're getting. But it's a pledge, it's a petition that we want to like show to our elected officials so we could cause some pressure, you know? Mm-hmm. So we could see, like, let them know, hey, this is our mission, our vision. These are the people that are in accordance with us. Hear us out, man, yeah. woman, you know? <laughs> okay, and so with the pledges that are coming out of the Live and Afraid campaign, what is something you would each like to see out of that? once taken to legislators or or lawmakers? A thought process. Mm -hmm. I want legislators and uh, lawmakers to know that there are people, young folks, that are like people of color, women, that are willing to sit down and talk to these people on the phone and be willing to share dialogue and let them know that, like, hey, we're, we exist, things are still happening, you know, we would love for you to hear us out, share your opinion, and just start a new thought process. What else could we ask for, you know? Just be involved, aware of what's going on. Conscious. Um, be conscious of uh, your decisions that you're making when you go and vote, um, and make sure you're voting for the right person is what I would like to say and add to that. Thank you, Fernanda and Denise. Well, so on that campaign, I'm more of a volunteer since, like I mentioned before, I'm working more on the um, uh, economic development project. So I guess, yeah, just uh, continuing what they say and making people aware of what's going on. When I volunteer, I notice that people don't know mm-hmm. a lot of things yeah. that are going mm-hmm. on. So mm-hmm. making people aware of everything that's going on in the state. And this is our children's education. Like, people should know. We do get those picky phone calls where... Uh, they aren't aware that we're constantly fluctuating between 50 and 49th in the state for education and our like APS system is not the greatest. But um, it's always nice to, like I said, share dialogue about this and do cause more like a, more awareness and consciousness on the whole fact that education and incarceration, the funding isn't going to the right place and it should be allocated properly. And hey, like what comes is what will come, right? How can folks get involved with the New Mexico Dream Team or the Live Unafraid campaign? Um, well, we don't ask for any money at all, um, but we do, uh, we do ask for people to volunteer with us. Um, you don't have to, but it would be amazing if you could, or even just signing the pledge if you don't have time to volunteer. Signing the pledge only takes a couple minutes. It only takes your name, a phone number, um, an address, most importantly your zip code, and uh, your email if you would like to receive uh, updates from us. So that's, uh, I guess, one way you could become involved. And if you really have the time, we would love to see you around the office and our events 
and help us out. So many ways. There's the UNM Dream Team here on campus that you could easily have access to and just, I don't talk to any of us and we'd be more than happy to bring you in and show you the offices at like downtown and just make you feel like home, you know? Thank you. Well, we also have a pretty strong social media. Uh, We have pretty amazing communications and social media people working with those. So you follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, Snapchat, and probably for the people that want to know more about if they're too scared to come talk to us, shy whatever reason, Facebook will be a great uh, resource for them. We're always updating it. We're always saying, hey, we're doing this, we're doing that. Come help us out. See if you something that you're interested in. Uh, I can tell you again, going back to Congress, we have people, the youngest, is, she's in middle school, so I'm guessing 12, 13. And the oldest, I, I hope I don't sound mean, try to guess the age of the ladies, but around 60 years old. So, yeah, whoever wants to come help us. Jose Luis, going back to United We Dream Congress 2018, uh, since you attended, what are some next steps? Mm, well, the biggest takeaway for me was that there's hope. Uh, for people that were in Congress, people that are not in Congress, to let people that you're not alone on whatever you're going through, let people that, or help people to be aware of everything that's going on around them, their surroundings. Uh, let people know that for better or worse, there's things that affect them one way or another. So let them know about those things. And I guess another big takeaway is that you know you can achieve your goals, whatever your goals might be on this country or to be here, you can achieve them. Uh, I can tell you from my parents' perspective, their goals was that I went to college. So hopefully they feel accomplished because I already went to college. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, for the parents that were there, for the uh, people around my age, 20s or late teens, or kids that were there, to know that you can accomplish your goals, to don't be afraid, like, or campaign, don't be afraid to follow whatever you dream. Thank you, Jose, for that message. And also, Luis mentioned uh, the New Mexico Dream Team's online presence on social media platforms. Um, and here at Generation Justice, we're always admiring the beautiful videos and on DocuNews. Um, can you tell us and our listeners uh, where they can go to find out more and where they can visit some of your content? Uh, well, I can tell you for Twitter and Facebook. Our Twitter handle is NM, uh, Dream underscore team. And Facebook is NM Dream Team. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, if you don't have any social media and you would still like to help us out with our Live Unafraid campaign and get involved with that, you can uh, text Live Unafraid to 877-877. And if you don't want to do it over the phone, you can uh, also go to our website, which is nmdreamteam.org, and you can also sign the uh, Live Unafraid pledge there. Denise, can you tell us more about the New Mexico Dream Team and the Live Unafraid campaign? Um, so particularly what we're uh, mainly focusing on is these uh, two privately owned detention centers um, that are in Cibola and Otero County. Um, they are funded about $150 million a year. And so that's about $300 million that uh, the state funds them. Um, and it, they're state funded because they're on our property. So the... Uh, those millions of dollars are through uh, the property taxes, so we're just trying to defund them completely and put that money into our education system. Since we, um, if you've gone to high school in New Mexico, you you know that our schools are uh, underfunded. So we're trying to just move that money over 
um, it's not t- too complicated of a process. But what we're going to do with these pledges is present them to our elected officials and uh, let them know that we're aware of the problem and we're trying to change that. And yeah, that's what we're doing. Thank you. Jose Luis, now that you've graduated college, what are some next steps for you uh, in the New Mexico Dream Team? Well, I guess uh, expanding to how she said that we work on different campaigns at the time. Uh, I work on the economic development, which is a brand new project that we're starting here in New Mexico Dream Team. And the goal is to help uh, immigrant entrepreneurs to go through either the legal side or the business side of it. And it's something that we hope is for the long term so that we can help, uh, obviously, start here in New Mexico entrepreneurs to have a stronger economic voice in the city and the state. And uh, again, to let them know that they can follow their entrepreneurial dreams. Because uh, a, lot of time, a lot of times people think that, oh, I don't have this, then I can get a license or whatever the case might be. Help them go through that. Um, yeah. Legal and business consultant side. Yeah, thank you so much. Can you tell us more about United We Dream and New Mexico Dream Team? So for New Mexico Dream Team, like we mentioned a couple of times, we are working on a lot of things. There is civil engagement, education justice, uh, economic development. We work on pretty much everything, tries to help our community. And United We Dream is the national organization, which we're a branch of. So they support us and they are... I guess they're the the parents were the kids. I don't I don't can't think of a good metaphor <laughs> right now. But. Yeah. Okay, so they're like the parent organization. Right, they're the parent organization in New Mexico team and we we work here in the state and they work more nationally. I see. And can any of you tell us about uh the coming together of the New Mexico Dream team? Uh, uh, there was a student in uh, Santa Fe. I don't remember what uh, school she was attending. I think it might have been a high school, actually. Santa Fe High School. I, I think, think it, it might have been a high school. And um, she didn't have a license, so she couldn't get a parking permit because being undocumented, um, those type of resources are very limited. And so she wasn't able to get a parking permit. And um, they thought it was very unfair because uh, all these undocumented students couldn't get a parking permit because they didn't have a driver's license, so they all started getting tickets, and they eventually came uh, came together. So uh, the first... When the organization started, it started off in Santa Fe, and then it branched out to Albuquerque, and then it came to UNM, and uh, yeah, here we are today. Yeah. Yeah, that girl was the birth of something radical and revolutionary. Yeah. Thank you so much. So is there anything else that we missed um, that you would like to add now? I think it's important to note for the Live Unafraid campaign that the exact money that is going into this um, private prisons and like and detention centers uh which is like 300 400 million right uh 300 million yeah um is the exact amount that is being like needed for a the APS school system so it like there is a correlation sometimes we get calls that are like well I don't know if there is no correlation it's like well what are the odds that this exact amount is going into these detention centers for immigrants and um refugees those seeking asylum and the, the, like I said that exact amount is needed for APS, and APS could be flourishing. APS could be doing a lot better, but the allocation of the funding is just not being where it's supposed to be. Yeah, we just want to, you know, pay teachers more, give better resources to our students, expand our art, extend our art programs, sports programs. Like, let's get our students involved so they don't end up in these incarceration centers and get them involved in our community, get them involved to be a part of us. Let's fund our schools more. It's not, it's just getting involved and making a difference. 
Uh, continuing on that, I can tell you I have an eight-year-old sister. She has had three teachers in the school year because they don't get funding for mm-hmm. one teacher. And she got her little uh, after-school program canceled as well because again, they didn't have a teacher to to uh, teach mm-hmm. the program. Yeah, and to think that there's no correlation between, you know, after-school programs canceling and teachers going in and out mm-hmm. with the facilities being funded left and right with new and new budgets. I think it's also important to note that um, this is the state's money. Like, this is your guys, like, the taxpayers' money. And as to, like, every time we make a call, they're like, yeah, yeah, education, education, right? Like, it should be properly funded. But they aren't, un- they are unaware that even through these, like, detention centers, they're, they're, they're not the best attention centers, I would say. Not that they need to be the best, but they aren't the best. So it's like, where is this money actually going to? And you start questioning, where is, like, these 300 and $400 million, if they're just beginning to stray and becoming lost, or where are they going? Where is the, like, properly um, funding going to? The, yeah, the big problem with that is that they're uh, privately owned, but state-funded. So these private owners can do Whatever what they, they want, want with that, that money. Like, how much is a cup of beans that you can give a prisoner a day? And you have $150 million that we're giving you from our state money for federal law because these are immigrant detention centers. That's a federal law. It's not a state law. It should be federally funded, not state funded. Great. Thank you so much for demanding answers and holding our legislature accountable to where these funds are going and why are we last in education um, while funding all these other institutions of incarceration. We're all immigrant youth just making a difference, you know, just getting together. Thank you so much. Thank you all, Fernanda, Denise, and Jose Luis for being such strong, fierce forces of change in New Mexico. With Generation Justice, I'm Edgar Cruz. Thank you, Fernanda, Denise, and Jose Luis. The work that you and the Dream Team have done for New Mexico's youth and families is so critical, especially as every day our undocumented and refugee families' rights and safety are under attack. El Aqua, thank you. Now here is Internacionales by Bomba Estéreo, followed by Giovanni by Jamila Woods. Before we close our show this week, we want to remind everyone that early voting has already started. We need your vote. To find more information on where to cast your vote, you can visit nmvote.org, 
or commoncause.org forward slash New Mexico. We've reached the end of another hour of resistance. We'd like to thank our guests, Fernanda Banda, Denise Martinez, and Jose Luis Dinoco from the New Mexico Dream Team. And thank you to all of our youth producers, because we could not do what we do without you. Tonight's show was produced by Roberta Rael. Our interviewer was Edgar Cruz, and our audio editor is Adrian Rivas. Generation Justice would also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can visit all of our multimedia content and listen to our podcast, which is also available on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can visit us on social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Con Alma Health Foundation, the Albuquerque Community Foundation, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking donate. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. And coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. I'm Katerie Zuni. Good night, New Mexico. And here's Undocumented, Unafraid by Quinto Imperio. After that, we'll have Latino Americano by Calle Trece, Mi Negrita by Devandra Banhart, and Dove by Pillar Point. Pero amor mosquito tan dandy.